Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. So, um, I recorded a live on YouTube and Facebook last Friday, 228.20, and the video was a little janky, so I thought that I salvaged the good points and um, edit out the crazy listening ones. Um, So, if you are um, listening to this on YouTube, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, and for those on the podcast, please follow me. Thank you. Enjoy. So basically, um, what this live is live about is, um, oh, hey, mom. Oh, okay. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> anyway, so what we're talking about today is the um, the power of, of the tongue, like the things that we say. Like, I know I've been saying that a lot on my live, um, my lives on uh, Instagram, Uh Hey, Candace! I'm gonna keep getting distracted if I keep looking at uh, comments, but I'm so excited. Anyway, um, I was talking about the power of um, of the tongue, um, and the things we say they really matter. So, just to start off on the light note, I wanted to <laughs> watch this Candyman trailer with you guys for two reasons. I'm afraid of Candyman. Like, I'm totally, totally afraid of Candyman. Um, but <laughs> it's kind of appropriate because they're evoking this um maniac into their life and um short long story short when i first watched Candyman, i lived um at uic campus so it was right down the street from the projects that they <laughs> recorded the movie at. i'm talking about scared i was scared to go outside at night for like a month after watching that movie so um i think his name is jason peel he's already kind of creeped me out with us and get out so i don't know derek's all excited about it but I uh right exactly Candace I can't I I don't know <laughs> I don't think I can do this so I think he's gonna have to go to the show by himself um because I might not sleep ever after watching it um so <laughs> if you if you too if too afraid of him you don't have to watch the trailer but I'm gonna share the screen now and we're gonna watch it together okay yeah come back because I am yeah, okay understandable see you in a minute <laughs> I'm about to play it now Candace so get off I'll wait for you to get off. Yeah. Okay. So, um, then on top of that, they use like a popular song on the trailer. So here we go. And it kills you. Who would do that? Candyman. 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 Well, we're still alive. (laughs) Let's go. Trina, you broke the door. This isn't funny! I feel really connected to this neighborhood. Cabrini Green was the projects. I just moved in around the corner. The old candy factory. I'm an artist. You look up a candy man. He's the monster that's part of this neighborhood. Why 
are you drawn to this? I'm hoping to spread the story all about Candyman. The mirror invites you to summon him. You should say his name. I dare you. Candyman. 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 Don't. Don't say that. Candyman. I brought him back. Candyman isn't real! Something's happening to me. He had a purpose for you. To be another one of his terrible stories. I guess he found me. I am the writing on the wall. The sweet smell of blood. Candyman is scary because it's based in Chicago. Like, is that what makes him scary to people that live in Chicago? All I know is I was right down the street from the first one. So I just couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I don't know. It was just scary. Like I thought he was behind me. And now it goes from saying his name three times to five times. First of all, who's going to spin? <laughs> who's going to say it that many times? Like, wasn't it another one? Uh, Bloody Mary, if you looked in the mirror and said it, I don't know. So um, even though that is... <laughs> A scary way of the power of the tongue because you're evoking some crazy maniac. Um, yeah, I don't think I can watch it. Uh, but Derek is like super geek, like he really want to watch this movie for real. Um <laughs> mom, I will never say the can't I promise you I won't say Candyman in the mirror. I won't, I promise. I did not know my mom was afraid of Candyman, y'all. <laughs> And my friend Candace, so she's gonna join join us after she thinks they're done talking about it. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it was such a good segue because we do speak things in and out of our lives, not to that extent, but um, we do speak things in and out of our lives, so. <laughs> Not not to this extent, but I I um she said, Well, you saying and am I saying it? Okay, I won't say it. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next subject because I didn't know this was gonna spook everybody out like this for real. It's not even Halloween and it's not out yet. Uh, I don't have um affirmations of the power of the tongue. Do you believe that you can um speak death on your situation? Do you think that you can speak live? Do you think the affirmations are a load of crap? Like, what do you what do you think about it? There are so many books out there, so many um, blogs, so many podcasts, so many videos, so much everything um, that talks about affirmations and speaking positive things into your life. Like, I myself, I really believe I'm fine. So what do you guys think about it? So I have another example of... Um, it's not, it's not a scary movie, I promise you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it power is in the words that we speak. And 
that it's saying something as small as I'm never going to get this. It's going to happen for me. Why is this? Why is that? Like even even saying those little things is um, is ammo towards something positive that can come your way. Like you can annihilate something before it even rise out the ground. You know, so I'm learning that words mean things. It's not just things we read, you know, or, or just random letters, you know, they mean things, you know, we, we can manifest our future just by words that we say. So I'm trying to be more careful and trying to take language more serious. Um, so the next thing that I'm going to, uh, I want to share with you guys, um, this is also not the best thing to watch and it might anger you because every time I watch it, I really am ups upset about it. I promise you, I'm not trying to like <laughs> upset everyone today, but um, I don't know if you guys have heard, heard of this, but Sky from Black Ink, um, when they filmed back in November, um, she said some very vowed things to a son that she already gave up for adoption and she didn't even raise them um, to begin with. So it's just, um, I don't know, it, it, it hurt my feelings because it's like, okay, you've already abandoned him. He's already going through abandonment issues. And then you turn around and you just say like the most, the worst thing that you can ever say to your child. So I'm going to share this because I think that this is important. This can show you how people's words and actions can just, I don't know, like they can destroy you. And this, this man probably already had issues to begin with. Um, I'm on the neighborhood talk too for um, Instagram because that was the easiest way for me to find this clip. So here we go. You were stealing from Walmart. It's inside your soul. You're a thief. Did Candace not have to pay for you? You a fraud, you dumbass. What yeah. She was like, she was death on me. Like, I ain't never had no family member. None, nobody ever was dead for me. I want to beat this little boy's ass. I wish I would have put it. Why I ain't swallowing, bitch boy? Why I ain't swallowing, bitch? You know, she, like the she said, I felt some of the was true. Your daddy don't want you. I don't want you. Nobody wants you. And it's like. Ain't nobody ever really tried to come and get me while I was a kid, you feel me? I'll be honest with you, yo. Like, that's just how it is. And I hate to hit you with the reality of life, but sometimes... you were But yeah, so and then Caesar pretty much says, well, this is just how she is, so you probably have to get used to this. No, no. Why should he have to get used to his mother's crazy behavior? You know, yes, he was disrespectful towards her, but she's uttered the words, I should have aborted you. Your daddy don't want you. Your mama don't want you. And he's already dealing with that in his head. So it already just confirmed the negative thoughts that he already, you know, had in his brain in the first place. Um, what do you guys thought about what you just saw? Like, can you believe that a mom <laughs> would say such a thing? And, you know, parents... <laughs> Sometimes I think parents are human and parents be in the heat of the moment and they just spew off, spew like the first thing that come off their mind. And you know what? Kids are responsible. Kids do things like that, too. You know, and I just feel like when you're a parent and you say some stuff like that, it just magnifies. It just 
I don't know. Right. It, it just magnifies the insecurity that is about to grow inside of you. It is so hard to heal from that because your parents are here to heal you. They're here to protect you. They're here to encourage you. And then they say, I didn't even want you. Oh, okay. So why did you find me if you didn't even want me? You know, I know it was, it, it was just way too much for me. And what upsets me even more and pisses me off the most is they aired this on VH1. They aired this on VH1. Her annihilating a man's, like a man's ego. I don't even think you could come back from that. I'd rather someone scratch me than verbally say some stuff to me because it takes me forever to get over it. It takes me forever. And it play it replays in the mind over and over and over again. And and there's no accountability for Sky. Like she aggravates me because there's no accountability for her ever. You know, she does these crazy things. Yeah. Right. You do things and you say things and you can't take it back no matter how much you apologize. You know, and when, if if you and when you say something to me or you ain't never going to be nothing, that that's so in the seed in my mind. So anytime something doesn't work out for me, I'm going to like, well, I guess it makes sense. It is not going to work out for me because I'm never going to be nothing when we we have to be careful with, with the things we say to each other because we're planting seeds in someone else's spirit. We have to be careful, especially when you're parents, especially when you're rearing up a human being. Like you have to be super careful what you what you're saying to people. And I don't know, like this was just so disturbing to me. And oh, so <laughs> this is not over because then she comes back with a response recently because she was exposed or whatever. She was suspended. But we have to understand. Okay, so let's put what Candace said on the screen so everybody can see it. Because I don't know where everyone's at. Um, so Candace, Stormy, Stormy Martin says, I watched Black Ink. It wasn't right. But we also have to understand that in Sky was very broken. She needed healing. And she, was, and she has grown since then. She even apologized. They both were hurt and broken. So you're saying that. It's no way for her to heal a young man when she's broken herself. Is that what you're saying? Um, if so, I can I can dig that. I just feel like that shouldn't have been televised at all. It shouldn't have been. And if she healed yet, she shouldn't have, she shouldn't have found her kids yet. She shouldn't have reconnected with her children until she healed. Because this is a person that hasn't been a mother at all she's been doing everything you know she's been living her life and she didn't even prepare herself to be a mom you know she's very selfish she's not thinking of anyone but herself and i don't know like so during this time uh the video was really uh breaking off and um pretty much what what i was saying is um understand that she's broken um but i still feel like there should have been some type of accountability for her actions um and when i tried to be more empathetic then i saw her response on instagram and it just kind of verified how broken she really is um and how maybe she should have healed a little bit more before she reached out um to her sons and 
um, spread that brokenness onto them. Um, so here is the clip of her response. she aggravates me so i'm saying that when people are broken they operate differently she also was in no way emotionally or spiritually mature um this caused her to behave certain ways i think your perspective is coming from a sound and mature place she was also institutionalized yeah i can dig that you know i i can't relate to her, her experiences and i'm pretty sure that she had a hard life all i'm i, I just feel like He's 19 years old. This is something he's going to carry with him for a while if he doesn't get the counseling that he needs to get. And for us to just say, well, this is how he is. He needs to get used to it. I just feel like no kid needs to get used to being abused. No kid should have to accept being talked to like crap by their parents. And I know we all can relate. And there's no offense because I have a parent on here that parents have said stuff that have really just like rubbed you the wrong way and it took you forever to get over it. And our, our parents are not perfect and we all have our weaknesses. We all um, are broken in certain areas in our life. But when you have someone that you know, it's not a doubt in your mind. You know, this human being is looking up to you. You know that you're responsible for this human being. There's a way that you are. You are to respond. And I can't honestly sit here and blame it all on, on her past because a part of me feels like she knows some of that stuff is wrong. Like she's cognizant that some of that stuff is out of pocket. Like, you know, that's just how I feel. And then I didn't finish the video because um, I don't even know if you guys can see it, but she said they in the process of diagnosing me with something. And and I'm trying I'm I'm you know I'm I'm trying to be empathetic with her and maybe I shouldn't have saw her live because after watching her live I'm just like what I get and then you see her son crying and then you see a next live and she dancing the yikes <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know I think they should attend counseling separately like. And until they like, I feel like they are, they need to maybe do it together and separately. Um, because at this point, if he says something that she doesn't like, she's going to attack him and to, and you know what? And I'm not going to sit and make it seem like he's perfect because he called her out her name. He was very disrespectful to his mother. I'm not saying that he was a hundred percent right. I'm not. Um, I'm just saying she probably could have handled it better and maybe this is judgmental me but she jumped on her other son too but the difference between that son and the other son was just like nah this son was trying this son was trying to um mend fences over so i don't watch the show but um apparently she called him a thief and that's what what um set off this whole argument 
So yeah, separate and together. Touche, right? So Kristen says, when your parent does it, especially when they know they wrong, is very hurtful. Oh, my mom is saying this. I, my mom and my sister are on each other's page. I don't even know who's talking, but um, this is my, yeah. Yeah, when your parent does, especially. And I mean, have you guys ever experienced, not to this, I know maybe not to the extent of Sky, but have your parents ever said something to you that that left a scar, you know, and whether they whether it was intention, intentional or unintentionally? And if so, like, how did you deal with it? You know, did you did you um, take the approach of 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 Candace where um, or Stormy Martin? I'm sorry, of Stormy where you empathize and empathize with your parent and was like, okay, well they have their own stuff that they're working through. You know, so I'm going even though that hurt my feelings, I'm understanding the play. I'm understanding where you're at in life. I'm understanding your maturity level. You know, so I'm gonna pray pray for you. And we're going to still mend or, or do you just take the approach of just being hurt and separating yourself from your parents? Because I know some people, when they have toxic parents, they choose to separate. They choose not to be around them at all. And I, I used to be like, how could you not talk to your parent? But sometimes people are so toxic that you just can't. You can't. You know, so I don't know if you guys want to share. No, I didn't. I hurt and I carried this hurt with me. So my, you carried the hurt with you. So when do you let it go though? Because you know, the longer that you hold things, the more it can affect you. Um, we have, Hey Celia, we have Celia who says, if this will show, there we go. My mother says things all the time, call me out my name, etc. Um, I just learned that it's not my fault. I remember that I am only responsible for how I treat people, not responsible for how they treat me. That's a great perspective. Yeah, that's a great perspective. So you don't internalize what she says. You're just like, uh, that's just my mom and you just... You just expect it so it doesn't bother you anymore. That's a great approach as well. Um, and Stormy says, sometimes we look at parents and set real high expectations for them. This is normal, I guess, but it doesn't necessarily make it fair. And you are right. You are right. And I th think we talked about this this week, too. You know, um, when we set these expectations on people, and I'm not even going to lie, um, I thought I used to look at my parents as as super like having superpowers. You know, they could they're these perfect individuals. They're not humans. They don't have their own hangups. And I feel like when we do that, we do put a lot of pressure on our parents. We do. Anytime you put expectations on anyone, I feel like you put a lot of undue pressure on them because now you're expecting them to to maybe most times do things or be a type of person that's just not in them or just too much for them to be. And you're right. It's not fair on the parents, you know, but how do you balance, you know, being empathetic to their situation to managing how you feel and not letting that build on your insecurities? You know, like we know that they're human, but sometimes when, when people say, say stuff to us, it does affect us. Um, 
And I don't know, like, that's pretty much what I have to say about that. I mean, that has happened to me. And I prayed a lot and I did forgive. And I kind of just took the approach um, like Stormy is, you know, my my parents or um, people over me are not perfect. You know, and they at the end of the day, they care about me. It's not that they hate me, you know. So um, the next thing is from Kristen. I let go last year when I had to be her caregiver and take care of her and her welfare, her health decision. This is my mother, right? So you just let it go. You just prayed about it. And and sometimes that's the approach. Sometimes that's that's a, that's a good approach. And you balance it by getting the help you need and setting boundaries. Boundaries are very important. Very important. Because it it protects you. So yes, you're accepting that this is this this person is human, but you're also protecting yourself from being hurt and stopping yourself from being affected or being triggered. So that's that's a very wise way. Um Next one, we have Celia. Because if situations I was put in at a young age, I didn't have expectations for my parents. I just set expectations for myself not to be them and be better parents. Ah, so you're breaking. You're breaking a generational curse pretty much. Because most times our parents um, are mimicking the behavior of how they were raised. So by you stopping it there and treating your parent, treating your um, kids differently, they won't have to experience it or be broken in the same ways that you were broken. So I think that that's, that's, that's very powerful. And I know that um, my mom has, has made sure that we felt loved. She's hugged us. She has celebrated us on everything that we've ever done. And I think that's partly because she mentioned that she never felt celebrated and she never wanted us to feel like, you know, we're, we're living in vain or like we're not being noticed or that we weren't special. And I love her for that. Like she celebrates everything, you know, and at first as a, as a teenager, it's like, ah, ma, stop it. But I appreciate it now because there were, there are some people now who feel, who don't feel special because their parents didn't take out the time to celebrate them. So she broke, she, she, she broke a, a pattern in her family life by, so by doing by um exhibiting different behaviors so that we won't feel the way that she felt growing up. So thank you, mom. Thank you, mom. And and um and then my mom just said she prayed about it with her mom and yet boundaries protect you and let you know that words don't don't hurt. She chose to do her best never to make um to make us feel hurt. Right. Right. And and mom Stormy said that was very good of you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. And um Stormy says I haven't always felt this way. I'm learning this as I get older. Sometimes I struggle, but then I remind myself. Yeah. Oh, loving people where they're at. Sorry, I missed your uh your comment. Yeah, that takes practice because here's the thing: we want people to love us where we're at. You know, we want people to be patient with our with our progress. You know, so why wouldn't we do that to others? You know, I always use the analogy um, with patience. Like we want the we're rushing the car in front of us, but we want the car behind us (laughs) 
to be patient, not to ride on our tail, but we're riding on the car that's in front of us. You know, we, we want compassion, we want empathy, but are we, you know, giving it off to, to other people, you know? So you have to treat people like you want to be treated. So, so yeah, exactly. Um, good conversation, guys. Very good conversation. I have one more thing to share, but I'll probably read it. It's not another crazy video, I promise. Uh, I just want to thank you all for joining the chat. Um, okay, we have another one by Celia. Why still I have broke the generational curse in many ways in my marriage and with my kids already. My kids are better than I ever was at their age. Amen. And that's that's what it's about. You know, if, if your parents made you feel a, a certain way, and I don't really think that our parents intentionally makes us, makes us feel a certain way. I think it's exactly what Stormy said, that they're broken themselves and there are just some things that they, they don't intentionally. Every, every hurt is not intentional, right? You know, we can't always assume that people are out to get us 24-7. It's just they're dealing with their own stuff and they're broken. I'm not saying it doesn't affect us, but... On the other hand, once again, we have to love people where they're at. So um, I'm going to read the last thing. And it's pretty positive. Thank God, right? Um, and it's about the power of affirmations, the power of being positive. Um, I was raised like about the power of this. I never really took it serious. Um, but I noticed that when I say certain things, um, it's certain energies that enter my life. So, um, lately I've been just kind of on this, just going, looking in the mirror. And there, there was a time I couldn't even look myself in the eye in the mirror without crying because I didn't like what I saw. Um, I looked at my past mistakes. I looked at, um, I looked at the hurt I caused myself, the, the way I neglected my health, just just so many things. I I was just hard facing my. And one day I just had to forgive myself, and I don't want to get teary eyed. But sometimes you have to forgive yourself. That's where the healing began, you know. And that's when I learned there's power in the tongue. It's even you. It's not just like others. It's what you do. You know. So I'm really learning that, and that whole that whole thing changed my mind, and. Um, I think it is on my own. It was a life coach that I was working with. And she said, you'll be surprised in yourself. Mirror, you'll start setting boundaries for yourself. You'll start setting um, expectations for yourself and feeling more confident about you. Because once you get comfortable with you and once you love yourself, you know, that no one outside of you can hurt you. No one outside of you can for things that you're not strong in because you know yourself you're aware of yourself and you have to love yourself flaws and all and that's that's why people get mad at Lizzo like she's fat she's unhealthy I don't care she's happy with herself yes I mean I'm probably the same weight as her no it's not the healthiest way but here's the thing what if Lizzo uh, was the size of Beyonce but she didn't love herself what did it what does it matter I gotta love my I saw 340 pounds and hate myself at 120 where I'm at, you know, and, and, and it, no, no amount of plastic, plastic surgery, no amount of prayer, no amount. Like if you, if you're not 
working on you and working on loving you, all this other work that you're doing and all these tools you're using is for not. You know what I'm saying? It's for not. You, you're, you're, if you, I feel like it's praying amiss when you're asking God to do these certain things, but you're not even taking care of you and you're not, you're not helping him along the way, not helping him like getting in his way. But if you're saying, Lord, I want to, I want to uh, be better to myself or Lord, can you do this for me? But if you don't love yourself, it's going to show you can't be in front of people and, and want to witness to other people and, and build people up when you're tearing yourself down. You can't do that. It, it it don't work that way, you know. So I'm, that's 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 why I'm I'm really serious about words now because I've said things in the past to people and I've wished a million times over. I kid you not that I could take some of that stuff back. I kid you not. And there are things that people have said to me that I know that they wish that they could have taken back. Words are important. Um, so anyway, um, so I went to lifehack.org and um, basically there was it's a quiz and affirmation really anything you say or think, which we know, a lot of what we normally say and think is quite negative and doesn't create good experiences for us. We have to retrain our thinking and speaking into positive patterns if we want to change our lives. This is Louise Hayes that says that. Honestly, I have no idea who she is. One of the great things about, um, uh, and still just put her on here if I can. Julia says, this is what I had to realize. I didn't love myself at the time. I hurt my marriage. When I did my infidelity, I had to realize it was not what my husband did or didn't. It was that I didn't love myself and look for him for validation. Amen, girl. Amen. Our mates are not supposed to be our source of happiness. They are not supposed to be our source of joy. They are to add to us. They are to add to our happiness. They are to add to our lives, but they are not our source. And do you know how much pressure that we put on our mates when we expect them to 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 um validate us to to make us feel secure all the time um to just be our everything because guess what just like the parent situation our mates are people too who are also dealing with their own stuff and sometimes they may need to lean on us and how can we ever help them when we're always pulling from them and expecting them to be our everything or setting these high expectations on, on them. So that's perfect, Celia. Oh my God. That is that. And I had to learn it. I really had to learn it. You know, how can my husband grow if I'm always pulling for him? He's, he's constantly going to be empty. If he constantly has to pour and in, pour into me, you know, when do I pour into him? So, so yeah, Kristen says exactly when, I don't know if this is Kristen or my mom, but exactly when we hurt, we look to others for validation. Exactly. We do. And everything we need is inside of us. And I feel like that's the trick of the enemy when he thinks that we have to go outside of ourselves to get something that we need. Everything we have is in. God has equipped us with everything we need to do what we have to do. Exactly. The validation is from God. And he also has given us the tools to do what we have to do. He has given us the talents. He has given us the spiritual guidance, the Holy Spirit. And all we have to do is, is listen to that voice, you know? So, oh, Kristen say mom. I don't know who Kristen and mom is anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> so one of the positive, um, 
one of the the great things about positive affirmations are it beats depression um which which i pretty much already said like just looking yourself in the mirror or just um just pouring like positive or saying positive things about yourself especially in depression the main the main thought that comes to your mind in depression is i'm i'm alone nobody loves me you know nobody cares nobody thinks of me first of all when when words like nobody no one anybody those things are already false because you're trying to tell me that no one in this world loves you no one in this world cares we already false, you know but when you counter thoughts like that and you speak and you you counter it with something positive it actually works you know no i there are people that love me they're right here you know let me let me open sometimes when i used to have those thoughts i would actually open up my phone and go to my contacts and scroll what you mean i'm alone look at this long list of people i could call right now right now you know so oh i'm missing comments here so stormy stormy I'm being goofy. <laughs> That's what I loved about Will and Jada. He said he was done trying to make Jada happy. Exactly. And people dogged him for that. People like Will. Will didn't care about Jada. No. Will can't care about Jada more than Jada care about Jada. You know what I'm saying? How, how can he? You can't <laughs> love somebody more than they love themselves. It's odd. It's too much. Yeah. Um, and it's okay. So all of these comments is my mom. I'm sorry, I'm so confused with them. It's inside out. Yeah. All right, yeah. I agree with that. I love Jada and Will. People be talking about them, but I love them. They real to me. I don't know. I was real mad at that real table talk, but I promise y'all I won't talk about that again. Uh so <laughs> the second some affirmation life wants the best love myself and who I am I love myself unconditionally these are just some statements that you could just say to yourself just and I, I show on one of my lives this week I showed a whole list of things that I say to myself and feel great those days um, um, it the second one is it enlightens people around you right because when you're when you're light when you're happy when you're airy when you're positive don't you know that energy flows to someone else then you have a chance to step outside yourself and be a blessing to someone else. Don't you know that sometimes a hug, a smile, uh, a good morning could just make a person day. So when you pour it into yourself, the overflow goes to everyone else. You know, so, yes, we're supposed to be filled, you know, but then when we have that overflow. It, it, we pay it forward and we give it to other people. So when we when we're speaking positive in ourselves and we're so full of of positivity, it overflows and it splashes on someone else know about this one but the other one get some water i'm dry the other one is um it transform it transforms businesses basically this is what i was talking about there are um a lot of people who are profiting off of positive affirmations um i don't know why this was listed as a positive because i feel like when you do something for somebody you shouldn't do it for gain you know but then on the other hand i mean you have people who write books and people that are life coaches and so i guess it is a good a good business plan um i just thought it was weird that they listed that um as a a thing for affirmations coming over here to um the <laughs> So you play too much, <laughs> but Celia is, Celia is that person 
that she she'll call you and she'll make your entire day. She'll find a scripture and she'll she'll send it to me and it'll make my entire entire world. Like that's what I'm saying. When when you read, not even reading scriptures, but if you're just so full of positivity, you just want to splash it on somebody else. When when you're full, you like, hey, who can I help today? Who can I pray for today? Who can who can I listen to today? You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, let me see. Uh, I'm missing some. Okay, I have Stormy up here, but then I can't find it. You guys have read it now. We have to affirm daily because why not? We speak so much negative daily. We owe it to ourselves and others to speak life. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We deserve it. We deserve happiness. We don't deserve to sit and and be upset all the time. Like, we don't deserve that. We're too great for that. We got time for that. Um, Jada even confirmed that she didn't love herself and she wasn't happy. And, and that's another thing. Jada Pinkett is Smith is beautiful, drop dead gorgeous. And people always looking on the outside at what somebody looked like. Drop dead gorgeous and don't love herself. That's what I'm saying. It's the state of mind. It ain't what you look like. It ain't how you change your physical. It's how you feel about yourself inside. Um, Stormy also said we have no, wait a minute. We said that one. Let me go down. Oh, this is the one. Uh, thanks for y'all patience, y'all. Trying to hit the show. There we go. This is the other one. Um, a lot of times we don't even know who we're affecting positively. You're right. Um, go missing for a while at work or don't um, say anything on social media for a month or two and see how many people missed your light. It's sometimes when we are reminded of how God uses us. And Celia says, if it's not love, if it's not from God, amen, it's not, it's not. And you're right. There are times where I'm like, no one's listening to me. No one's reading my stuff. No one's, you know, I've had those days and then somebody will pop out of nowhere on a text message or in a DM, someone I don't even know and be like, oh, keep going, keep going, girl, keep going, keep praying. You never know who's watching you. You don't need a million people watching you. My pastor said, if I could just reach one, if I could just reach one, because guess what? You reach that one, that one reaches another one and another one and another one and another one. All it takes is one to make an impact. You know, you know what I'm saying? Look at me. Her name, I would say, I would say her name, Yovano, Yovano. I don't know. I don't know how to say her name. Um, and, um, another one is it strengthens relationships. It does strengthen relationships because who wants to be around a Debbie Downer all the time? Like, <laughs> does that sound bad when I say that? <laughs> you know, it flourishes relationships when you can just call someone and say, Hey, beautiful. How are you doing today? You know, cause if you're always in your stuff and always, Oh, uh, what you call mumpy, <laughs> You know, then how can you reach somebody else? If you're always thinking about you and your situation and what you're going through, how can you help somebody else? Sometimes helping somebody else distracts you from your stuff. I, I find that like sometimes when when I'm helping someone else or I'm talking to someone else or listening to someone else, it takes my mind off of what's going on in my world. You know, so as the power of positive thinking and incorporating positive affirmations in your life can change the way you view situations. It's amazing how fast this practice is growing and how much of it is because of mainstream media. 
We have motivational shows as well as talk shows and TV series that feature meditation. If you have not started to incorporate positive affirmations in your life, that's your choice. However, look into them to see how transforming and powerful they are. I like the way they said that's on you, but you should do it. <laughs> but that's true. You know, um, some people don't believe in them, but but I do. I, I highly do. I don't think I just minimize the thing. Okay. Yeah, I I, I do. What are you guys' thoughts on it? Does anybody each one reaches one? Each one reaches one. So um that's pretty much all I had on my uh on my repertoire. I didn't mean to scare everyone in the first half. Um I don't want to say the name, but it was a trailer of a movie that I will shall not say the name. <laughs> so I apologize for that. But um, do anybody else have anything else to say? One Stormy says sometimes then is when we are reminded of how God uses us. Yes, amen. Amen. This was a great talk. This was a great talk, ladies. And thank you all for joining the live. Thank you so much. This was a great conversation. I'm going to start sending y'all links and y'all text messages so y'all can join the live. <laughs> I'm joking. I ain't going to force you. But thank you guys so much. Um, I appreciate you taking out the time on a Friday night to just sit and chat with me. Um, I love you all. Yes, yes, you guys definitely inspired me and you gave me a new take, especially on Sky, because I was really hard on her. But, um, you know, you don't know what people are going through. You don't, you know, so it's easy to just be kind, you know, than to judge somebody or judge a situation when you don't know everything else um, that's going on. So you said she had to realize that God has been using her often. Amen. Amen. And you want to be used by God. You want to be used by God. He uses everyone. But you got to be usable. So if you're beating yourself up, how can you be a vessel when you when you're breaking your own self? You know, so a vessel for God when you're breaking your vessel by speaking negative into your life. All right. Well, thank you all. I love you all, and um, you guys have a great weekend. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of each other. All right. Bye bye.